It's more Q&A on today's Straight Shot Marketing Podcast. Welcome to Straight Shot. Marketing is everywhere. It's around your life. From what you eat to what you wear and where you go. It is a vital part of any and all business. Let's discuss the world of marketing and business as it influences everyday life with the staff of Atlanta Marketing Agency, Reformation Productions, and guests as they give it to us straight. Get ready. Take aim. Steady. Welcome to Straight Shot. Welcome everyone to the latest episode of Straight Shot. Today, we are going to do things a little differently. We've held Q&A sessions before here on the show, but today we are going to answer some of the questions that came from the SCORE seminar that Zachary presented online earlier this month. Yeah, I told the attendees that I would answer all of their questions, even if I couldn't get to it on uh, the show in you know during the, the seminar. Because uh, we're really limited on the amount of time mm-hmm. that score gives us, so. Uh, but I told them if they ask if they ask their questions, I would then answer. And so this is it. Ta-da! We, we've decided to uh, make it an episode of Straight Shot. Mm-hmm. Now, guys, Zachary takes Q and A all the time on his social media platforms. So if you ever have a question related to business or marketing, just reach out to him there. If he can't answer them in real time. We usually just compile several questions together and then make up a post or two to answer them as part of our social media content. So you should follow him and Straight Shot on our various social media platforms that we have. Now, Zachary is B. Zachary Bennett on all of his platforms, Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, Snapchat, Twitter. But Straight Shot's handle may be different on various platforms. It's based on availability, but there are links to them on the show's website at straightshot.net. So now, let's get on to the questions and comments from the seminar. Now, this was a Facebook masterclass that SCORE contacted Zachary to present in Atlanta before the pandemic. Well, with the stay-at-home order, it was moved to an online seminar to help keep everyone safe and more than six feet apart. (laughs) Yeah. So, I'm just going to go ahead and read out the questions um, as if I was the, the people asking them at the, at the presentation. Sure, sure. Okay, read, so, read them as they're written. Right. Uh, okay. So on to the first question. I have a question about Facebook ads. I can do my business over video teleconferencing, but it takes more money to target the U.S. or any other country as a whole. Any strategy suggestions? Um, well, first, you are correct, sir. Uh, it, 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 correct in the fact that the more area that you're going to need to cover, the more investment that it's going to take to cover that area. That's true whether it's social media or anywhere else. But you do not have to cover the entire country at one time. Hmm. What I would suggest that you do is uh, pick a few uh, cities based on your consumer target. So based on the profile of whoever's most likely to buy from you, where do they congregate? You know, Boston, San Diego, Atlanta, whatever they are. Pick the, a, a couple of those, target them, test them against each other, right? And then whichever one yields the most ROI for you, that's the one that uh, okay. that I would, would concentrate on. 
the more targeted you can be with your ad spend, uh, the greater the monetary efficiency is going to be. Mm-hmm. So with targeting, that means you know what cities are the end, their hobbies, their demographics, all of that stuff. So the the key to covering the entire country is being very, very, very focused on who you're going to target and then just pick a few of those areas, test them, and then go, go with right. what, what works best. Yes, there's no point in spending money on places that are not your target, just in general. Okay, next question. Yes. I started this seminar at the end of him discussing his mentor listing, but I don't see him on the SCORE site. Um, While I do offer one-on-one counseling and business coaching as part of my business, I am not a SCORE mentor. So SCORE stands for the Service Corps of Retired Executives. And I am not not retired. Nope. Uh, So SCORE is part of the SBA, and they offer mentorships to uh, business owners uh, as a nonprofit service from retired volunteers. So the idea is that um, you're new getting into business or you you, you have a business and you want advice from people that have been there. So you were an experienced, you know, business owner, and I want to, you know, glean from what you learned through your mm-hmm. last thirty years of uh, of being in business. So that person would sit under you, and you would have somebody one on one to talk to in a mentorship relationship. Now, what Score does when they bring me in, they bring me in to teach seminars as a subject matter expert that is still working in the marketplace. Um, Score having a bunch of uh, retired uh, individuals. Um, sometimes, you know, as the market changes, they need people that are actually working in it, and they mm. will bring us in as, uh, as you know, subject matter experts on whatever it is. So that's that's my role uh, with Score. I'm just a, a person that they bring in uh, to to teach these classes and so forth. Uh, but I am not a technical Score mentor. So what you're saying is, it's the difference between been there done that and been there not done yet <laughs> been there doing that yeah because <laughs> he's still working he's not done he's not retired <laughs> it's not funny if you have to explain him okay next question why are my linkedin posts not showing up in my linkedin feeds or my employees linkedin feeds um this question comes because i talked a little bit about the landscape of of uh, of social media um uh, because this is not a Facebook question. Um, matter of fact, we'll turn it into a Facebook question. Ooh. LinkedIn. Not Facebook. Is not Facebook. Nope. Um, not all social media is the same. Uh, LinkedIn's news feed is not chronological in nature the way that Facebook's is. Facebook's, generally speaking, it comes, your feed is populated in order of what it was posted. LinkedIn's does not do that. Uh, it's based on several factors that factor in with their own algorithm. The, the major component in that algorithm is going to be activity, not time of posting, but how active you are. The more active you are on LinkedIn, the more likely you're going to see that post. The more active your business is on LinkedIn, the more likely your post is going to be seen by other people. So uh, you got to keep fresh content on your page and you need to be interacting with the community in order to get the full value of LinkedIn feeds. Um, If you're not seeing them, uh, which it sounds like is the issue, that could be why you're not seeing uh, your post. 
if you, you know, because a lot of people, especially with Facebook, they'll post something, then they'll want to go make sure that it posted. LinkedIn doesn't work that way. Mm. Uh, if you only ever go on LinkedIn to, to post and you never touch it otherwise, it's likely you won't see it uh, because it goes to the people that are active on LinkedIn. So little different rules between yeah, I think the you, different platforms. You bring up a really good point, too, in the fact that, you know, not all social media is treated the same way. Mm. So yep. once you get used to working one platform, Facebook or Instagram or Twitter even, you just assume it works the same across the across the spectrum and it really doesn't, unfortunately. Yep. All right, next question. This is a COVID situation question. Oh, yes, yes. relative. Do you think after the COVID-19 situation, will business marketing change due to the increase in social media usage? I think that the landscape of business on the whole is going to change. Not just business communications uh, or marketing, but all of business. Uh, and here's why. People don't like change. But if they're forced to change like they have been during this pandemic, it has a tendency to move the needle and create what we call a new normal. So I think that businesses that have been ignoring the digital realm will now stay involved since they didn't have a choice during the secure in place order. So there will be more offerings and more use of digital platforms uh, for both communication and doing their business in general. Okay, now for this next thing, I've grouped some of these questions together Mm-hmm. As they started to kind of fill certain categories. Oh, we've, we, we have buckets of questions. Yes. And the first one is something you actually answered during the uh, seminar okay. or the webinar, actually. And the question was, how do I find Facebook groups that are relative to my business? Mm-hmm. I now, actually went through that in the seminar, so I won't, I won't do right. that again. But here is another one, okay. another question having to do with Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why does marketing seem like a shark fest on social media <laughs> Facebook groups? Um, I like that. That's Baby actually well said. Shark, do, do, uh, do, do. <laughs> you, you do have to look out for predators. That's you know wolves that are dressed up in consultants' clothing. Uh, but that's not just in social media. That's everywhere. Uh, but there are a lot of Facebook groups that are targeted towards small business startups where people will come in and say that they can help you with any of your marketing needs uh, faster than lightning and with very little work and it's super cheap. Wow. But just like anything else, if it sounds too good to be true, usually it is. is. Um, they're just trying to make quick money uh, off of you. So you, you have to be very mindful of who you're listening to. But... Um, you know, there's there's two sides to that as well. Uh, people that are wanting to start a business without having to make an investment because it's so easy, right? Um, they they just they don't recognize the hard work that it takes or the quality that is needed, uh, and they just want to get rich quick and start asking for free free design work. Um, that's kind of the other side of the the same thing. And so those people kind of belong together because they're both wrong. Um, <laughs> if you you know if you're looking to uh, to you know I see it all the time. I go to these these groups to try to help people from time to time. You can see where people are, oh hey, you know, who will do blah 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 for me for free? Well, if you're asking for something for free, you don't need a professional response. Um, so you know, it's those two. Pe- I don't know. It, it's it's a, a bad a bad 
thing on Facebook groups. It's a toxic circle. Yes. Uh, but if you have the patience to kind of weed through all of that, you can find helpful advice. You just have to be discerning when you're doing it. I'll go to these groups from time to time looking to shed light in certain areas for people uh, and kind of steer them in the right direction. But you have to be mindful of the people that overpromise and don't know your business. One of the things that I'm not going to say I do it for entertainment, but I'll go and, and look on. Does. I'll go and look on these groups, and just see a, a lot of uh, what you're being told as a business owner is just garbage. It's just not true. Um, and you'll ask a question, and they'll constantly, you know, try to be a pushy salesperson at that point on. Um, guys, and, and I'm not only talking to the business owners, but now I'm going to talk to the, the other side, the marketers that are on there trying to get business. Stop being pushy. Offer value, okay? Give something of value to the people that are asking the question. Stop trying to push your business, push your business. That being said, though, if you're one of those people that um, are just trying to you know, grab a bunch of clients and make money for yourself, um, yeah, I've got no advice for you because I don't think you should be in business. So, wow. Um, yeah, I, I, people taking advantage of other people really, really yes. get under my skin. Uh, those of us that do this professionally as a service to others mm -hmm. um, get offended by the people that come in and it's a, a shark fest. Very well put. Right. And I think sometimes it's very easy for business owners, um, people, you know, that are just starting out a business or mm -hmm. maybe are trying to change the direction of their business. A lot of times they can be in these groups and and come across as quite desperate. They are they're mm. desperate for answers. They are desperate for um, solutions, something it's like, like that. Come in the water, and yeah, and they are sitting ducks <laughs> for these people to come along and say, "Well, you could be getting these clicks. Yep. You could be getting these, even though they don't even know what you do, because what you do is important, they'll, and your business model is important. They'll promise you things using buzzwords." that they know you don't understand but you've heard of before as a way to get you hooked and, and bring you in. You have to be smart. You have to be discerning. You have to kind of navigate and make sure that you partner with somebody that you can trust and that you know what they're doing and that they know what they're doing. So be just... Stay informed. Think be, straight. Be careful out there. I'm not saying don't use Facebook groups because Facebook groups are great. Absolutely. But you have to be careful. You know, you don't just go into uh, a party somewhere and start taking whatever drinks they give you. You have to be careful. I feel like Facebook groups are a lot like the digital um, solution to networking groups. Yes. And in a networking group, if, if anybody has ever been in a networking group before, you don't just go and sell, 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 sell your face off. Well, these networking groups are designed to do is like they have group activities and they have social hour and they have sometimes they have drinks and things like that for people to do to relax and to be social with each yeah, other, to help each other, to support each other. And I think the Facebook, I think Facebook groups done well, even business centric ones are the ones that are still focused on the social element of it, because nowhere in your life, including virtually do you want to go anywhere and just be attacked by people trying to sell you stuff you just don't and you don't want to be that guy either when you go to these I, groups i tell you what i'll do i will start a facebook group um that you can come to that reformation will moderate uh, and kick out any of those people that act like that so uh i'll put um on on the screen we'll put up the url of where it is 
Um, and sorry for you people that are listening audio. You, I, I don't know what it is yet, so I can't tell you. Uh, but if you go to uh, Straight Shots Facebook page, you audio listeners, um, then I will put a link on there too, so that uh, we have a safe place where business owners can come, literally ask questions and, and get answers and get uh, the proper sorts of responses without being attacked by salespeople. So, yes, and if anybody and does that, well, as an admin, we can you know we can kick them out. Absolutely. Okay, are we ready to move on to the next? Next one? question. Sorry, okay. that 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 one you became very impassioned. About that, that one became a bit of a soapbox. I don't I, like people taking. At some taking point, advantage. you got really like reprimanded. I did. You did. You were all like, "Stop it!" Sorry about Go that. Go to your room. <laughs> I was like, I felt grounded in some of that. Okay, so here's another question that you actually answered during the seminar. Does the presenter recommend setting up a Facebook business page or a personal page for solopreneurs? Right. But a similar question came through as well. Okay. So here's this question. I have both a personal and a business page, but how do I keep them separate? I don't want my business page directly linked to my personal page. Um, well, here's the thing. They will be connected, whether you want them to be or not. Uh, Facebook rules, you have to have a personal profile in order to make a business profile. So that they will be connected. And Facebook doesn't understand why you would ever not want to be connected. Uh, just like Google doesn't understand why you would ever have more than one email address. Uh, but you can lock down your personal page to where it isn't viewable by people that you don't choose to connect with. Um, so they will be connected, but you can lock down your your personal page to where other people can't get into it it'll be there but they they can't see anything the only other option for that is to create a pseudonym for a personal account now um this is you have to be careful doing this because um facebook has to be able to verify that you're an actual person even if you're using a, a pseudonym so uh you'll have to put in some work to be able to do that create an email address for it that sort of thing um but those are your your only two options and i understand kind of what why you would want to do that if you have a business uh that you are going into that may be a bit shady or shady. not Risque. quite not quite legal in the united states or in uh in the state that you live in uh you kind of want to create some separation from it i get it um i don't think meth dealers have websites but, well not meth. <laughs> Uh, the marijuana is becoming legal, legal in more places than uh, than not. Uh, and if you wanted to join the marijuana economy, um, it's a business you might want to get into. See, he that went to you drugs. I went not, to adult toys. That you may not want to. It's yeah, different. yeah. The they have um, or maybe you're writing a, a you know a trashy um, you know romance novel under a pseudonym, and you don't want your your you know. It doesn't have your to be personal a friends to know that you would write right. such smut. So, in which case, you could write make a pseudonym well, for whatever your name is. It comes down to it being something that you're embarrassed by or trying to separate yourself legally from. Sometimes it could just be that personal boundary where, you know, we've told our business owners that they need to think like the brand and respond like mm -hmm. the brand. But that doesn't mean you as a person don't have political views, religious yeah, views. My, my advice so in, that. in that situation, lock down your personal page. So um, I have a question for you. I have a question Oh, uh, this, about this. I'm only answering questions Going from the off webinar. script. Going off script. <laughs> 
So what happens in a situation like you have recommended where someone has a personal page and a business page and they're doing you know, a good job as far as managing them separately, mm-hmm. but to your point, they are linked and somebody, for whatever reason, can trace, track down that rabbit trail and find out who you are. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens if somebody who is a friend of your Facebook account, uh, your, I'm sorry, your business Facebook account, what if they also try to friend your personal account? My question is, how do you respectfully respond to that? I mean, how do you deny, I mean, should you be accepting these people? Should you be denying them? And if you do deny their friend requests, how do you do that? Yeah, you, you respect is the key. Um, and if if somebody does, you know, say you sign up a client, they want your to be friends on your personal page. Um, what I would recommend doing is just ignoring the friend request, and then when you see them again in business, when it comes up, tell them, "I keep, that's separate for me. I keep my personal life separate. And most people will, will respect that. So don't um, don't make a big deal about it. Just be very firm and say, I keep my, my private life private. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's okay for most people. I think that there is something sort of, you know, more respectful about... It doesn't sound like it, but more respectful about ignoring the friend request than declining it. Yes. You know, maybe if it's been there long enough, yeah. you can decline it. But I think just ignoring it and letting it sit there for a while is probably more respectful on the other person's end yeah, that's, than that's immediately declining it. That's what I would do. Because if you decline it, it sounds like you're saying no. Um, it's amazing. We feel so, so rejected. But you can literally, you can leave it sit there forever. But I would leave it there till you've had the conversation. You actually mm-hmm. get to know people, and then you can feel comfortable. Or enough time has gone by that that yeah. person is no longer a viable lead or, or whatever. Anyway. So does that answer your question? I think it does. Oh, well, good. Because I think that that can happen. I think people can get really excited about a new relationship, whether it's with your product, with your service, with you at a seminar. Um, something like that, and they want to run out and find everything having to do with you and friend request and sign up and, you know, like, follow, everything. Yeah. And uh, to your point, sometimes you have to be like, you have to steer them away from the personal. Well, because with me specifically, because uh, I am a personality in in the industry as well, uh, people can find me where I work and as, you know, as the the author and the speaker, that so as my name. Um, and I, so my personal account is still a business account, but I, I try to, number one, I believe in being pretty transparent with people, but I do find myself censoring what I would put on my social media because it may not be, it's too Because you have joined the two together. And I will say it doesn't get much more personal than shooting a podcast with your wife in your home. Yes. Pandemic. Yeah, well, yes, but I'm saying you're very transparent about who you are. Not <laughs> yes. a lot of separation in this particular example, but um, yes. Okay, so all right, we can move on to the next question, I think. Alrighty. Okay, and this question you answered during the presentation also, but I think you maybe wanted to address it again. Okay. Okay, here's the question. Do hashtags lead to Facebook content? Uh, yes, that one surprised me during the... Uh, webinar, and I don't know that I Caught truly guard a understood what he was specifically asking. So, um, on one hand, yes, hashtags can be used to lead the user, the business owner, 
to content that they can then utilize and repurpose. So you can type in, you know, hashtag cookie sales or whatever, and then find other things that are relative to to that that you can then you know procure that content and and repurpose it. So yes, it does lead to new content for you to procure through using uh, hashtags. However, can you use the hashtags as content? No. You, you can't make a post that says hashtag marketing, send it out there, and expect that it to do you any good because yeah. it, it doesn't. Um, but what a hashtag is for is for you to be grouped together with other things that are used uh, with those same words. Uh, and hashtag, while you, you can use hashtags on Facebook, hashtag is primarily Twitter and Instagram. Those are the two biggest ones uh, that use uh, hashtags. But you, as a business owner, can't, as far as it leading to content, you can use, search those hashtags, find content that you can then get ideas from, or um, you know share somebody else's article, that sort of you thing. So in that case, yes. I hope that kind of answers that question a little, a little better. And then, like on the other side, just like you said, if you do create something, put a hashtag with it. Oh, so true. that other people can find you. Not only can you use the hashtag to find others, but if you put a hashtag in your content, your already made content, and then just end it with a hashtag, they'll be able to find you. Okay, another question. Yes. What mediums can you use to have Facebook interact with other social media platforms? Um, uh, I'm, I'm not really sure... Uh, what this question is asking, but I know that in the seminar I mentioned that Facebook plays well with others and, and interacts well with others platforms. So maybe that's what they mean. Um, so I will tell you that YouTube posts can be used in your Facebook feed. You can share Facebook content to Instagram, Instagram contact to content to Facebook. You can post TikTok content to anywhere. To, to well <laughs> to Instagram and to Snapchat for sure. Um, and, uh, you know, there, there's lots of ways to kind of repurpose what you're doing within the apps. That's what I meant when, when I said that. So uh, if by medium you meant platforms, uh, all of those play well together. Uh, if you're asking about a tool that you can use to share back and forth, uh, there are some of those available uh, as well. Um, but there are some that are native to the apps that you're, you're using. Um, now, uh, there's one of the ones that Facebook has lots of tools where if you post on Facebook, you can go on Twitter. Because they're uh, owned by the and, same company. And, no, no, not Twitter. Instagram is. Instagram, yes. Um, but there are tools that you can use to share Facebook content to uh, to Twitter. I don't know. Um, I don't remember what it's called. But uh, uh, there's actually more than one, like a little plug-in that you can use to do that. Uh, there's also something. I'll give you something that you can Google. It's called If This Then That. Um, weird sounding, right? But uh, it is uh, a group of plugins that you can kind of use and set up that will then make it where if this happens on this page, this happens on another page. So that's another one that uh, that you can use to to do that. But there, there's lots of different tools that are available out there that you can use proactively as opposed to if this, then that, which is reactively. But there's a lot of native tools too. So Hopefully that answers whatever you were yeah. asking. Okay. Jeff, be careful because a lot of times your content will change because the rules on the different platforms are different. Um, you cannot share a five-minute video on Snapchat. It won't go. It's too long. Mm -hmm. um, so you know you have to, to you look at. You can't share a link 
on Instagram. Yeah, because you can't click links on There's Instagram. no clickable links on Instagram. Yep. So, yes. So be aware of the different rules. Not all social media is treated the same. Yep. That's the one big takeaway from... It's not from, all created equal. No, that's the one big takeaway from your <laughs> Facebook seminar is that things that you talked about in your Facebook masterclass are really specific to that platform. And we should be uh, very uh, conscientious about trying to apply those rules to any other medium, any, any other platform, because it might not work. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, in regards to posting memes. Memes. We did talk about memes. I shared the one where uh, you have the guy that's doing the tattoo of the unicorn. Do you remember that oh, one? Oh, is this the... <laughs> no, that, I was thinking you, of the eagle. No, the no, one, it's just... That's yeah. the one where you get what you pay for? Oh, my, he loves that one. I think he giggled <laughs> like a schoolgirl for hours when he first oh, saw that so one. so true. It is true, though. You get what you pay for. As a designer, that's what I do. That's my first role. Yep. My second role is being anyway, his super sidekick. Question. Uh, What's the question? Okay. Um, in regards to posting memes, should it be based on your business type? I think they are fun, but I do not want to be unprofessional. Mm. Of course, I am not talking about inappropriate memes, just memes in general. Um, memes in general should be considered just like any other post type. Uh, it has to be specific for your targeted consumer audience. If they won't appreciate it, if they won't like it, if it won't be of value to them or support your brand, do not post it. Um, if it is, then it's a viable option. Um, memes are a good way to kind of show a, a playful side to your brand. But if your brand doesn't have a playful side, then don't post it. So memes in general, should you be scared of? No, unless they are they don't fit with your your target. Okay, here's another group of questions, all relative to consumer research and, know, uh, and knowing your audience. Okay. So I put them together. First one, how can you figure out who your audience is? Um, That's a big one. Consumer research. Uh, the best way is to straight up talk to them uh, and, and get their, their data, their feedback by talking to them. Now, consumer research is done by interviewing them, conducting focus groups, uh, surveys, mystery shopping. There are many ways to, to do that. Uh, some are quicker than others. Some are ro more robust than others. Uh, and the cost will vary along those same scales. But conducting consumer research is how you find out more about your audience. You can also use reports of consumer research that have been conducted by other people uh, in the industry uh, that you could study and pull data from. Mm -hmm. um, most businesses, however, are going to want to hire an agency to kind of do that work for them because it's it's quite involved uh, to do it. You can implement it, um, but knowing what to do in, in all the, the different ways. That consumer research is a it's a it's a big deal. It's extremely extremely important. You have to ask the right questions because if you go through the entire consumer research process and you left out two or three questions, um, then the results can be disastrous. Ask Coca Cola when they did New Coke. They did consumer research, but they didn't ask about pulling Coke from the shelf. Them not asking that question almost take the company. So. Consumer research, very, very important. But that's how you get to know your um, your target audience and figuring out what their who, your, who your audience is. Yeah. 
Next question is how to how do I target my potential customers? Um, I spend a good bit of time talking about Facebook adver- advertising specifics in the in the webinar, so that's that's where this comes from. Because I know you didn't attend the webinar, uh, but basically, you seek out people that match your targeted consumer profile using as much data as possible from your consumer research that I just talked about to make that determination as focused as you can. Uh, Facebook has lots and lots of different ways to target people based on that consumer profile. So you have to have a consumer profile and then you match that to Facebook data. Uh, as you go through and you and you build, it's technical, you go through and build the ad uh, that you can, Every time that you're on social media and you say you like something, Facebook knows that. Algorithms. So you, you, you kind of match what your targeted people like, don't like, what they're interested in, what their household income is, et cetera, with that data. And, and that's, how you, that's how you do it. Mm. Um, yeah. And lots more of the how-to was in, was in the webinar when I talked about um, the, um, the lookalike audiences and that sort of thing. So, yeah. What is the best paid advertising to use for promoting an event where you want signups? Uh, I could see why these are all grouped together. Mm-hmm. Um, you target those people uh, that you believe are most likely to attend. Again, targeting, targeting, consumer research, targeting. Um, so you, you then target those people that are most likely to attend with a creative, attractive, uh, ad that's going to showcase how you are different and why people should come to your event versus going somewhere else. And then you direct them to a landing page that they can use to sign up. So best paid advertising all has to do with the, you know, it being focused and targeted, targeted, creative, uh, and it's showcasing the right things and leading them to the right place to sign mm-hmm. up. Um, but after you do that, then you can use the retargeting that we talked about in the webinar uh, if they don't sign up on their first visit. But uh, best paid advertising to use has to do with how good that ad is. And those are kind of the elements that you need to to use and to, where those ads are to going make them good. Yeah, as far as the targeting, that's, that's yeah. where they're going to be shown. Yeah. Okay, here's the next question, and I apologize if I butcher this name, so bear with me. Coach Marion asks, do you create Facebook pages as a service, and what is the cost to set up a Facebook marketing page? Uh, first off, if she pronounced that correct on the first time, give a, a, a comment below and, and, and let us know. Uh, so, guess that was, it Coach sounded... Marion. It sounded good to Marion? me. I think it's Marion. I choose to say anyway, Marianne. coach. The answer is yes. Marketing is my business. It is what I do to make a living. Social media and Facebook fall within that wheelhouse. So yes, just go to ReformationPro.com to research the agency. Make sure that you think we are a good fit for you, and then reach out to us when you are ready to start communicating your business via Facebook. Now. Uh, Cost. The second part of that question. Cost will depend on how much work needs to be done. Uh, And we are not a vendor. You don't come to Reformation to buy something off the shelf. We work with our clients to determine what is best for them in becoming uh, successful overall. So we are a one-stop shop for brand development to consumer research to 
graphic design, web design, whatever is needed for them to become successful in the marketplace. So contact us. We will talk to you, uh, see where you're at, see what it is you might need, determine how we might be able to work together and kind of, of go from there. I will tell you that um, the, the straight answer to the one question, how much does it cost to set up a Facebook page? It's not a whole lot. Um, what matters is all the information that we need to go in there and if you've already done that work. So contact us. We'll talk to you. We'll see where you're at. See what you might need. Uh, determine how we might be able to work together moving forward and, and you go from there. Right. And every client is different. Yes. But I will tell you that we do work within your budget and we discuss that with you up front. So no matter what your budget is, we work within those parameters and if you don't have enough budget to make an impact in the marketplace, well, we might tell you that as well. True. Okay, so now back to the questions. Back to the questions. Back to the questions. I also saw that uh, there were a few that were answered, questions that were answered mm -hmm. by the host during the SCORE seminar that I thought you may want to answer directly as well. Okay. Okay, so here's a question. If you are starting a new business, is it better to have a website or to be on Facebook? Someone answered, and I don't know if it was a moderator or a fellow participant, that a website establishes credibility and a Facebook presence creates more leads and client engagement. Um, while those statements are true, uh, they are not mutually exclusive. Both establish credibility and both can generate leads and client engagement if they're done correctly. So to answer the questions, I would say it is better to have a website first. That's the minimum. It's your landing. That is yeah, your, your landing site. real estate, your home on the internet. Then your Facebook page is used to interact with your customers in a more social, more casual manner. So your website is your professional face, and then your Facebook would then be your more casual uh, side of you interacting Don't with them. Don't you always say, or used to say, that and I'm, I'm totally bastardizing this and i apologize because i'm sure it was something far more brilliant but something about the uh your website is your home and in that home you have your living room that, where, you, where you socialize or your back porch that's your social media yeah uh, because of the time constraints of the webinar i didn't go through my whole house analogy that's a shame um, that's great <laughs> but you, you need to consider your, your website as your home in the digital realm and your social media is like the back porch of that home where you entertain where yeah, you it's you where socialize. you it's where you're social it's where you know after they've worked with you it's a place to go and and uh, talk about how their experience was it's a place for uh, your friends to invite their friends in order to come meet you um, so yes it's like the back deck where you're more sociable but they're going to look at your house first, mm -hmm. and that's your website. So I would say that your website is first, and then Facebook is second. So it's not one's better than the other. It's just their, their priority as far as when you should do them, because they're, they're slightly different. Yeah. Well, speaking about websites, yes. here's another question. Okay. How do you claim a custom URL? Now, somebody did answer this question, mm -hmm. and they answered it by saying that you can check the availability of a desired URL by contacting your web hosting company or by simply uh, doing a domain search on Google. Okay, um, that's true, but it's not what I was talking about when I mentioned having a 
custom uh, URL. I was referring to a custom Facebook URL, not a domain name for your website. So the answer that they gave is true, but it's kind of in, in the wrong context. So uh, in order to apply for a custom domain name in Facebook, so yes. facebook.com slash Reformation Productions, uh, that vanity URL that's used in Facebook. In order to do that, you have to have, there's rules, you have to have a certain number of fans that are connected to your page, and then the name that you want to use has to be available. Nine times out of ten, it's facebook.com slash name of your business. Um, so it's really quite simple. Uh, once you meet those um, criteria, you can just Google or YouTube vanity URL on Facebook to find the directions on how to do it. Or if you reach out to me directly, I can kind of uh, walk you through it. But yeah, vanity URL on Facebook, not just custom URL for the, the internet. So Right. And now we have a few comments that were provided that I'll give you the opportunity to react to. On oh, air. okay. Okay. I'm about to call out some of these people. And again, if I butcher your name at all, I am so sorry. We're just going to blame him. He has nothing to do with it, but I just feel better <laughs> blaming him for things that I can't I do right. Okay, so the first comment comes from somebody named Brad Thorson. Okay. Brad says... Hi, Brad. Hi, Brad. <laughs> I've had a number of workshops on using Facebook business pages. Mm -hmm. This session was the only one who gave a blueprint or roadmap and why certain things are important. Oh, that's nice. Yes. He also says, I think it would be good to have a bit more time for Q&A. Ta-da! Uh, yeah, that's what we're doing right now. <laughs> it's for you, Brad. <laughs> I still have a couple questions which I didn't get to formulate and enter before the session ended. Mm -hmm. So we're here to help you, Brad. You can also reach out to us. Uh, he also says, I think a follow-up session could delve into the how to set up a Facebook page would be great. Same presenter as Zachary tends to explain the why of doing something. And he also says, I'd also like to see a session on starting a retail business. I am looking into starting a retail storefront selling liquidation items and have some experience, but would like more help. How to choose a location, how to get demographic of specific areas, what it takes to read, evaluate, and sign in a lease. Okay, um, lots of things there to, to comment on. Good comments, though, Brad. Uh, yeah. First off, thank you very much for your, your positive comments. I do try to always explain the why. That is what helps understanding and truly brings value to you as a, uh, a business owner. So thank you for, uh, for those, those comments. That's, that's nice. Um, setting up a more advanced hands-on how-to class through SCORE is something that I would be open to. So uh, reach out to them. Keep requesting me. Uh, I love uh, teaching through SCORE. So yeah, I'm open to that. Let SCORE know that you want it and they will uh, let me know. Um, now, regarding setting up a retail business, uh, that could be a class, yes. Uh, but until you're able to get to that class, uh, Straight Shot, the podcast here that you're, we're watching, uh, has a series that we've done. Uh, we started it before the COVID pandemic happened, uh, and it's uh, I think it's called Startup. It's something about it's a startup series for uh, for businesses. Uh, we had to take a break from it, um, and I hope to start it up again. Uh, start it up. No, see what it is. You plan uh, words at the end of the uh, at the end of the month where we can get back into that 
uh, series. But uh, if you go check out the first episode in that series, which I believe was called Building the Foundation. Yes, it was um, the startup series. That's yeah, right. I hope it will bring some value to you as far as helping in that starting a retail business uh, area. Now, in addition to that, uh, a lot of what you are asking is something that I know the SBDC can help you with. Uh, the next episode in this series will include an interview with a consultant from the SBDC. Uh, so check that out as well. That'll be two weeks from the release of this one because we already have that one shot. Um, mm -hmm. So we'll pick back up the startup um, series with that particular episode. So, that's a good one, too. Yeah, keep an eye, keep an eye out for, for that one. Yeah, that's a really good one, too. The SBDC consultant that we meet with on air for that one gives a lot of really great information, yep. especially on uh, foundational stuff, like you're asking. So how yeah, to start lots of detail about... Keep an eye out for it, Brad. About that. Okay, now moving on to Anna. Anna. Anna Stevens thinks she found most valuable the details about Facebook levels and how to access the features of Facebook business. Good. Good. She also says, the details on funnel marketing and the stages are very involved. To be effective, more understanding and development of these topics could be beneficial. Perhaps make that a separate class? She also says she'd like an additional workshop on web page development. Um, well, first off, I'm glad those details brought you value. That's good. Um, regarding the grittier detail that you are asking for, um, we can actually get that feedback a lot. Uh, and I'm definitely open to doing, just like uh, Brad had said, a more advanced class. Um, but from SCORE's perspective, um, they are looking to provide workshops that provide value to a large number of people with an overview that isn't bogged down in details that are specific to certain people or certain businesses. So what people are often looking for when they ask for this is they want one-on-one -on -one consultation uh, or company-specific workshops, which is different than the broad, mm -hmm. um, you know, more general uh, speak that SCORE provides. Um, now, while SCORE does provide general business uh, mentorships, uh, again, a lot of what people are asking for is best provided by uh, a consultant or an agency or somebody that, uh, is, you know, is their job is to lay out these specifics for you and your business. Yeah, and you can ask your specific and relevant questions and yeah. get them answered. So, um, and like I said, this is not specifically to uh, to you, Anna, but uh, I, we get this a lot. Every time I do one, people are like, well, you should have said more of this and you should have said more of that. And honestly, they, they tell me that the first thing they do is they contact me and they say, I would like for you to teach a seminar on this subject. It needs to be an hour long. It needs to be two hours long. It needs to be four hours long, whatever it is. And I have to build to those uh, parameters. And sometimes it doesn't, you know, the, the nitty gritty detail doesn't fit within that so but mm -hmm. hey like i said let score know what you're looking for and they can reach out to me if enough to, people are requesting the same that. thing sure, it absolutely. might absolutely be a seminar yep. okay now michelle lewis michelle lewis says she enjoyed learning about how to be engaging on facebook mm -hmm. good she also said she'd like more explaining on how to use content calendar for posting to social media and she'd like a workshop specifically on content calendars. Uh, well, the I don't know. 
I don't know that you're going to get a workshop on content calendars because that would be software. So the uh, whoever provides the content calendar would then, uh, I'm assuming you're talking about software. Those people would have to sponsor and come in and, and it would just be know, like an infomercial about it, their it, service. It really would be. You're not um, going to get an unbiased thing uh, on that. And the reason why you're not going to get a workshop on that is because they're really simple uh, as far as what they do. Uh, it would not take up much time to answer questions about uh, how to use a contact ca calendar. Um, the in the end, uh, all you're doing is you know I'm going to put this contact out to these places, and then there's software that can help you to implement that. That's it. It's pretty basic. Um, so uh, if you're asking about what are the best content calendars that are out there, Google it. You know there's lots of different ones that are uh, available um, that you can use. Again, that landscape changes all the time, too. Deborah Price says she enjoyed learning the ins and outs of Facebook advertising specifically. Good, good. Yeah, we spent a, a large amount of time talking about the advertising side uh, at the end. Gala Andrews says that the pictures helped explain the details well. Mm -hmm. She thinks SCORE should continue with this format. She said it was very appreciated. She'd like to see a workshop on how to do Instagram. That's a good idea. We had a Facebook masterclass. Having an Instagram masterclass makes makes perfect and sense. And I would me. like to give a shout out to Gala for understanding that Facebook and Instagram are very different. <laughs> <laughs> they really are, and you'll know that as soon as you start trying to work within both of those. They, okay. you know, owned by the same company, operate very differently. Okay, our next commenter is Jake. Heikinen. Again, sorry, Jake, if I have completely butchered your last name, you've got a lot of K's in there. Jake Heikinen says that Zachary has a deep practical and real knowledge of marketing. Not only fancy words learned from some consultants. Very practical and went enough into details to learn something practical. Devil is in the details. He says this was one of the best classes he has participated in from SCORE and he thanks you. Uh, well, good, good, good. I'm Thank glad. Thank you, Jake. I'm glad. Uh, matter of fact, I recognize his name when you said it that just came across my desk. I think he was talking to somebody on uh, on the chat. So uh, you asked for um, something, and I will reach out to you uh, about it directly myself. So uh, thank you again for your, uh, your, your words. I do try to uh, be as practical as as I can and provide as much detail and, you know, kind of wrap around again, the why, just like Brad said. So yeah, good. Thank you. Great. And now Lisa Graham says it was a great workshop. Very informative. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And now are you ready for this? Some not so positive ones. Oh, sure. Can you take the good, the bad, on, and the just, I don't know <laughs> if they're <laughs> ugly, but they're bad. Okay. They're not bad. Nancy Kramer says that she left early. In my humble opinion, this was marketed incorrectly, she said. I thought I was attending a workshop on how to market on Facebook, not a lesson on the history of marketing. Um, as I mentioned in the agenda uh, when we started the, the seminar, I always start with an overview of how we got to where we are so that people can fully understand the why behind what I am about to discuss. So, uh, Nancy, if only you had hung out a little bit longer, uh, you were going to get to to more probably of what you were looking for uh, after the, the first couple of slides. So, sorry about that. Tracy Braithwaite says they wanted more in-depth content and explanation of topic. Felt it was a sell of his company and book. Oh, well, uh, 
This the, book? The the other thing <laughs> that I usually start with is my background and why I have any right to teach the class at all. Uh, and that usually includes a review of my background, who I am, and what I do. Uh, it's just a few minutes up front to establish credibility. Uh, sorry if you felt sold to. That was not my intention. Mm-hmm. But I certainly wouldn't want to sit for a class from someone that didn't have the experience and the credibility to be standing up there telling me something. Maybe that's just me. Uh, I like to be upfront and establish uh, trust of why I have any sort of authority for for teaching the class. So I always, whenever you watch me, I'll always start with letting you know a little bit about me and then I will ask for a little bit about you. So it's just uh, how I start my show. Yeah, I think there's a transparency thing there as well where you just want to be upfront with, hey, I have a dog in the fight. I have a marketing company. So not only does it establish your credibility, but it's just like putting the cards all on the table. Just so y'all know, this is actually what I do. I am here to help you, but I'm also just here to talk to you in general. So I think in true transparency, we're just all trying to make sure that you guys don't feel like, you know, bait and switch type of situation. You know, we didn't have to include those comments today. Oh, hey, uh, I don't mind. Um, Transparency is important. Uh, Everything I do is for a reason, but not everyone is going to agree with me. I know that. If enough of my audience tells me something that I provide has no value or comes across as unintended, I can change it. But at the same time, I know that I may not be for everyone. So, um, again... Like you said, just trying to be yep. upfront and transparent about who I am and why I'm there. And, uh, you know. Well, Teresa Berger says it was great. Oh, well, nice. Mm-hmm. Lots of info, but it was given very fast. Would like to go down into settings a bit more. Deeper dive in the pages. Uh, another vote for an advanced class. So, uh, sure. Uh, we uh, want more seminars. Yeah. Um, it is a lot of information. It really is. And I try to fit as much as I can within the, the time frame uh, that I have allotted. But hey, you know, advanced class. Uh, talk to him. Let me know. Ali and Brown says the outline breakout was very helpful in knowing what the focus would be. Good. April Brass says that it was great information about a very important marketing tool and social media tool. She is now convinced that she has to use social media and know more about how to use it now. Great. Absolutely great. Carolyn Ramsey says it was all great. Can the videos be made available to go back and review, she asks. Uh, That's, well, Hmm. uh, somebody did ask this during the seminar and SCORE told them no. Uh, They do record it, but they do not provide the, for their webinars. They do not provide uh, videos. Copies. Um, whenever I do this uh, live, which I wasn't able to do this time because of the pandemic, I personally record it, and then I make those available. So, um, yeah, they, they, I provided a, uh, a resource guide, which has detail of, of what I was talking about, uh, but SCORE said no, the video will not be made available. I do know the answer to, to that one. Sorry. Do we know? I don't even have the video of of the of the webinar. Sean Kelly says they found value in hearing about Facebook algorithms. Yes. They too would like more actionable instructions on how to select target audiences or place an ad. Yep. Everybody wants more more d- deep dive. Again, um, mm-hmm. advanced class maybe. Yeah, or consider mentorship. 
one-on-one counseling, one-on-one um, well, I don't know that, consulting. Uh, yeah, one-on-one consulting maybe. I don't I don't know that score mentoring cuz they're Facebook is new. So somebody that's retired is probably not going to be able to walk you through the detail that you're looking for, but um, a one-on-one counselor or, or coach might be able to. Well, let's take a break right now and hear from our sponsors. And when we come back, we have some giveaways. Oh, some giveaways. Good. This episode is brought to you by Tresta. Tresta is a business phone app for your iPhone or Android that allows you to activate a business phone number instantly and make and receive unlimited calls and texts right from the smartphone you're already using. Whether you're a freelancer or a founder, growing your business is all about communication and networking. You've got to be available. And chances are, you've been giving your personal phone number out to clients so you can stay connected on the go. Tresta's virtual phone system allows you to separate your personal and business phone numbers and get work done anywhere, anytime. Tresta also comes equipped with powerful call management features like auto attendance, call recording, and user groups. It's easy to configure so you can set everything up yourself all online and customize your call flows based on your business needs. Tresta is the best phone app for small businesses and entrepreneurs. Whether you just need a business phone number or if your team is ready for a complete business phone system. It's just $15 per month, and it comes with a 30-day free trial so you can see if Tresta's virtual phone system is right for you. Communicate smarter and more efficiently with Tresta. Start now at Tresta.com forward slash straight shot. That's T-R-E-S-T-A dot com forward slash straight shot. All one word. Straight Shot is brought to you by Reformation Productions, a full-service marketing agency in Atlanta, Georgia, helping companies promote and communicate their business in the most efficient and effective ways possible through straight-line marketing. Find out more by visiting reformationpro.com or call 678-825-8086. Reformation Productions. Think in straight lines. Okay, now... We promised to give away some copies of Married to Marketing, Zachary's new book, that is just being released now. We actually just got this copy today. Yes. Isn't it pretty? So, let's make some announcements as to who won the drawing. Sure, let's go. Stoven LLC will be receiving a signed copy of the book in paper bag. Good. Yay. Yes. Kelly Trim from FranNet Atlanta will be receiving a signed copy as well. Yay. Marie Carson, you will be receiving a copy of the ebook version in your email. And Noe Gonzalez with Walk With Ya will also. Anyone else interested in a copy of Married to Marketing? It is available at Amazon.com. Or if you'd like a limited edition numbered signed copy like Stoven and FranNet, you can go to bzacharybennett.com forward slash M, the number two, and M, M2M. So that's bzacharybennett.com forward slash M2M. But for this episode, I want to give away one more copy. <laughs> but this is going to be like a game. So I need you guys to go to Straight Shots Facebook page, find the Married to Marketing post on our wall. Oh, it's like a hunt, like a scavenger hunt. And then share it with the hashtag, speaking of hashtags, share it with the hashtag, I'm in love with my business. So hashtag, I'm in love with my business. We'll select a winner 
contact you on Facebook, and send you a book. Matter of fact, if we get enough people sharing the post, I'll also send you a straight shot mug. Oh, you're being Santa Claus. I know. I'm feeling a little, you know, pandemic happy at the moment. Pandemic friendly. (laughs) Now, Zachary, I know today wasn't a case study or a typical a topical lesson, but do you have a straight shot for today's episode? Um, first off, uh, I'm glad that the webinar brought you value. That's That pleases me. That's good. Uh, to get more tips and valuable information, you can follow me on social media. You can subscribe to Straight Shot here. Um, you can like us, Straight Shot, on social media so that the platforms want to keep us around. Um, a lot of people don't realize just how much that like and that subscribe make a difference on, mm. on the you know the platform side of things. You like us. Um, you really like yeah, us. Yeah. So, uh, so please uh, do that if you want um, more content. If you would like more classes, tell SCORE or your local chamber or your networking group or any association uh, that you are in that you would like to have me speak at their event. Um, then have them go to bzacharybennett.com uh, to reach out to me and we'll we'll make it happen. I love getting in front of you guys. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as far as the content from the seminar, I'm glad that you guys see value in social media in Facebook. Do it. Do it. But do it right. Mm-hmm. So uh, keep working with SCORE. It's a great organization. I do plan on interviewing somebody from SCORE in an upcoming episode of Straight Shot. The pandemic kind of put that on hold for a minute, uh, but it is in, in the plans to, uh, to do that. And like I mentioned before, we do have an interview with someone from their brother organization, the SBDC, that will be airing in our next episode. Yep, two weeks from today. Yes, two weeks from today. So be sure to keep an eye out for that or like, subscribe, and that way you'll be notified of it because the SBDC is another really great organization. Okay, guys. So there it is. We love you. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Keep working towards success. And we will see you on the flip side. Bye. See ya. Thank you for listening. If you found this podcast informative, we hope you'll pass along our web address, straightshot.net, to your friends, colleagues, and business associates. And please leave us a positive review on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash straightshot. If you would like to have your question featured on the show or would like to be a guest, call 678-825-8086, extension 300, or you can email us at info at straightshot.net. Be sure to download the Straight Shot podcast app on your smartphone to hear previous and new shows. This has been Straight Shot. Shot.